0: Hi guys, a very warm welcome once again to this week's episode of How To Heal Your Relationship. If you haven't tuned in before, my name is Aisha Walker and I'm a relationship coach, so I work with couples and individuals, sharing with them tips, tools and techniques on ways that you can improve or heal your relationship. And last week, we were talking about what you do when you get a no to a request that you might make of your partner. It's always quite hard to get a no, something that you really want or that you really don't want from your partner and you get a no to it, even though you've worked hard perhaps to request it in a really conscious and mindful way. What to do? What to do when you get those no's? Well, of course, we were talking about reflecting back the no that you hear and to stay in listening mode so that your partner uh, knows that they are are being acknowledged that you have listened to their reason of why they might not be able to meet their request so you're not in conflict with them however you're still in this place of a no you're still in this place of will you want something and they want something and what do you do well one of the reasons where i i was sharing with you last week about why it's so important A, on how you make a request and B, on how you respond to getting a no to your request. One of the reasons I took such a lot of time to share that is, is because it's so important to stay in that energy of alignment when you get a no, not in conflict. So that you stay in alignment that you stay in communication, listening to each other, and not in conflict or in judgment of each other. Why? Because when your goal is alignment, when your goal is alignment, then you are in that energy of creativity where both of you now, are aligned together on the goal of finding a way to meet your needs and to meet their needs. So I'm gonna say something now that you might be surprised to hear me say, and that is the goal in this situation is not compromise. That's not what I mean by finding alignment. Compromise for me is both of you not really getting much of what you want. Both of you having to give up fairly important things to get what you need. Because remember, when we're making requests, it's often about something that's very much what we need, that's important to us. And getting a sort of watered-down version of what you need, is not very inspiring for either of you so my advice is don't go for compromise relationships aren't about compromise relationships should be about creatively finding what meets your needs and meets at your partner's needs without compromise So let me give you a little example from my own life that I'm hoping will illustrate what I mean by staying in that energy of creativity and not going for compromise. Some years ago, my husband and I lived in the States. We'd gone there because he's a filmmaker and when we got there, we were living in Los Angeles. I discovered that, LA was not just about the film industry, but it was also about my industry, the industry of coaching, of consciousness, mindfulness, and growth. So I was in Clover. So you could say that when my husband and I, my husband's called Alan, when we went to Los Angeles to live, That city met both our needs big time in so many ways. I also loved the adventure of going to Los Angeles. One of my high needs is variety. I love experiencing things that are different. So it really met that need as well. And we had a great community of friends out there. So my need for community was really met because a lot of the people we hung out there and the, hung out with in the, were in the film industry and were in my industry. So I was very happy. My husband was very happy except for one big thing. And that big thing was his family back here. My husband has three children, by his first marriage and And while we were out in America, he began to really miss his sons. He began to really miss hanging out with them. They were all grown up, but some of them had started to have children of their own. So not only now did he start to miss his sons more and more, but he began to really miss his grandchildren. And more grandchildren were coming, and he wasn't having that opportunity to see them grow. And this was becoming more and more painful for him. Then there came a day when the visa that we were on came to an end. And we were in this interesting time of needing to renew our visa, which would have allowed us to stay at least another three years in America. And it was at this point, my husband said to me, I don't know if I want to do this. I think I'm ready to go home. (sighs) My heart sank like a stone because everything that I needed was in the States. All my needs were already being met, but I could see that a deeply important need of his was not being made. So we had a challenge. What were we going to do? Did we stay and not meet his needs? Or did we go back to the UK and not meet my needs? So we delved deep into those creative conversations. We didn't get into conflict. We stayed in the conversation with each other, really listening to each other's needs and really checking in with ourselves, listening for our own needs. My husband's needs in some ways were very easy to identify. He needed to be with his family. He needed to have that joy of connection with them. My needs were a little bit less specific, I would say. As I looked into my own needs, I realized that what I really loved about Los Angeles was being in the industry of growth and consciousness and coaching and i knew i could absolutely do that in the uk in fact as i began to think about things i realized that i'd learned all this new stuff this new way of looking at couples therapy and i actually felt rather excited to start to share some of those ideas with a uk audience who maybe hadn't heard them before so actually that really would meet my need, the need for growth being back in the UK, because I could actually start to be the inspirational force back here rather than learning about those things where I was in Los Angeles. Then I began to think about my need for variety, the delight that I felt living in another country and living an adventurous lifestyle. And I began to think, well, do I have to be in Los Angeles for that. Is that something that I could have back in the UK? Well, interestingly, at the time I had a friend who lived on a boat and on one of my trips back to the UK, she took me on one of her boat trips and explained to me that she was able to live on the canals of London, cruising through some of the most wonderful she-she areas of London while living this exciting life on a boat and that all her friends were in the boating community and that whole community were quite interested in living off-grid, living ecologically, living consciously, and were quite aligned with a lot of the values that I had coming out of Los Angeles. So I began to think, oh, this, this could be quite an exciting lifestyle for me. I don't have to be in LA for either my job or for a life of variety and adventure. So I sat down with my husband one day and said, look, if we're gonna live in the UK, how would you feel about us living on a boat? Well, I won't say it was a straight up, yep, that's fine from him. He certainly had to have a lot of conversations about such a very big change, lifestyle change. But he was very, very willing to meet my needs and could hear that I was very, very willing to meet his needs. And we both decided after many conversations, many, many conversations that we would give it a go. And that my friends is how we ended up living on a boat. So those of you who are regular listeners will know that's exactly where I broadcast these uh, coaching sessions from and that today my friends is the why of why I ended up broadcasting from my boat and living on a boat. This came out of one of those conversations of creatively exploring how uh, a really left-field way of how I could meet my husband's needs and he could meet mine. And I'm very happy to say that seven years on of being back and living on a boat, I am, if anything, even more happy than I was living in the States. And I'm very happy to say my husband got to be back living, being with his sons and now has three grandchildren that he gets to see at the drop of a hat because we are now back on British shores. Now that was a very creative way and a very unusual way. It wasn't something that was immediately obvious for meeting both of our needs. So I hope you can get from that little story that I've shared today that Energy of creativity to find a path through what you want and your partner wants is not always simple. It does need a high degree of creativity and it does need a big awareness of what your needs are and a clarity of what your needs are and an awareness and clarity of what your partner's needs are. And that's why I do emphasize really putting time into understanding those things. So I hope you enjoyed this week's uh, episode and also hearing a little bit about my own history and how that links in with what I do. Um, again, uh, those of you interested in um, learning a little bit more, and i about needs and identifying what your own needs are. I'll post that PDF on needs that I've mentioned a, um, a number of times in the past um, below this uh, episode. And you can download, you can download that if that's something that would interest you. Um, and on a similar point, um, something uh, I wanted to mention this week was that any of you interested in trying out couples coaching something that's perhaps a little different from couples counseling that most people are perhaps more familiar with anybody interested in dipping your toe into those waters and exploring what it would be like to have couples coaching um whether you're in a coupledom Uh, a relationship or not. You can have coaching without coming with your partner. Um, I offer a 30 minute uh, complimentary coaching session for um, those of you who'd like to try it out and give it a go and see if it's for you. So again, if that's something that interests you, click the other link below that will take you to my email address and we can set up a 30-minute coaching session for you and see what you think of coaching. Anyway, I think that's all for now. Um, I look forward to speaking with you once again in seven days' time for more tips, tools, and techniques on how you can grow and evolve your own relationships. Take care until we speak again. Bye-bye.